Welcome back once again to what we are calling Gator Tales. As always, I'm Mr. Weich. I'm Miss Prickett. And today we have with us Mrs. Lambell. Uh, so tell us a little bit uh, about what you teach, you know, um, I guess really just <laughs> what you teach here at <laughs> Rudolph Gordon. So this year I am going to be a sixth grade ELA teacher. I'm okay. super thrilled about that. That's my first time in middle school. Yes. I'm looking very forward to it. I love this age group. Did a lot of subbing for this age group. Okay. I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, love reading, love writing. So I am why? looking forward to focusing on that. Why do you love the age group? Um, why do I love what? This age group. Oh, this age group. I just think they're such interesting um, students. I've taught up through fifth, and I loved the fact that they could um, get your sense of humor. Mm. They could yeah. do a lot more. They could be more productive. You could really extend their thinking um, more so than the younger students, because I've taught third, fourth, and fifth before. Sure. Um, and it's just different. I think you can connect with them now on a different level where they... Um, are able to understand a lot more, take books a lot further in yes. terms of understanding, um, analyzing, being excited about it, really connecting with characters because they've had more experiences in life. I mean, they're yeah. just a little bit older. They've had more experiences. They can connect a lot with them. Um, it's definitely a challenging age, I think. Mm -hmm. Middle school's tough. There's a lot of growth that goes on during 6th, 7th, 8th grade. Um, but I am looking forward to that challenge with them. Okay. I think that's really cool. You've done third, fourth, fifth, and sixth now. Yes. I mean, yes. I love sixth grade and love the middle school, but I have never done really anything else, so I don't really have that to compare it to. So that's just really cool. And every grade level has their own uniqueness to it that are just sure. neat things. And I think with sixth grade, you're just coming from fifth, so they're still young enough. They haven't quite gotten that attitude yet really mm -hmm. um that you might get with seventh eighth graders for sure but but they're ready to take on that new experience of middle school they're yeah. ready to be big kids in a middle school um even though they're coming from like fifth grade when they were the top dogs so to speak but they're mm -hmm. ready to to move on mm -hmm. and be at that next level yeah so it's an exciting time for them too Awesome. So we're going to start uh, today. We have a couple of questions, uh, kind of like an interview, like you're being interviewed for a job. And then we move on to some more personality type questions at the end. Uh, we'll start out with the first interview question, which is, why did you decide to become a teacher? Um, if you have previous job experience, let us know what those are too. Okay. I can tell you that from the time that I was eight in third grade, I had a teacher, Mrs. Kolakowski, who I loved, and she just made such an impression on me as a as a young child that I thought when I grow up, I want to be just like Mrs. Kolakowski, okay. and I want to be a teacher, and I want to help students like she helped, and she was just kind, and she made you love reading, and made you love school, and I just wanted to be like her. And so it started when I was very, very young. Now, I will say when I went to college, I did try different things. I tried a criminal justice. I took a class in that. I took a psychology class um, just to kind of see where I fit. But I, I was drawn right back to education. That's where okay. I wanted to be. Very cool. All right. So uh, you've always been in education. Always been in education. Always been in education. I will say when, so I have three children. Yes. Um, Twin 17-year-olds and a daughter who's 14. Mm -hmm. When my husband and I moved here in 2006, I stopped teaching. From where? 
from Maryland. From Maryland. Okay. And I stopped teaching for several years um, just because the kids were young and I knew sure. the, how much it takes to be a teacher at the time outside of just in the classroom. So I took a break, but when my daughter went to... Excuse us, guys. We're at school, so you can hear... Oh, not for us. I guess. Okay. Good. None we, of us. Good. None, none of us. None of us. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so I took a break from teaching, got out of the classroom, but when my daughter went to... Um, First grade, I went back into the school system, so I came to work here oh, in um, South Carolina, in Greenville, and mm -hmm. I went and I worked at Monarch Elementary, where okay. all three of my students went, but I worked in the front office because I decided I'm not ready to go back into the classroom sure. yet with all the extras, but I wanted to be back in the school system. And then I decided um, when my boys went to middle school, I followed them there and worked in the middle school. All right. <laughs> so I worked at Beck Academy and I worked at Monarch. Okay, very And then cool. I was ready to go back into the classroom. All right. Speaking of Beck, why don't you uh, tell them your small connection to some of the, well, not really small, but connection yeah. to some of our fellow sixth grade and other teachers. At I love the teachers here at Rudolph Gordon because I've had wonderful experiences with many of them. Mrs. Mm -hmm. Nichols yep. um, taught my children. Um, I also had Miss Shady who taught mm -hmm. both my children. I had Miss Hanning who taught yep. um, my two boys. Mr. Rivardo yep. taught one of them. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot I of connections I have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, he was from Beck. So I have a lot of connections here with the teachers from Beck, and they were all fabulous when I worked there. Even though I wasn't in a teaching capacity, they were all fabulous. And I'm very lucky and blessed that my kids were able to have them before they changed schools. <laughs> well, nice. That was a nice little shout-out to all of you. That's right. It was. It was. All right, can you tell me what your favorite part of being a teacher is? And, and we kind of look at this as kind of what, what's your end goal. What I mean, you know, everybody's going to say, you know, I want to connect with kids. Yes, we all want to connect with kids. But, like um, – why do you teach? I think I teach because I'm hoping that the way that I teach and the way that I approach teaching and those connections with students, I can actually make them want to be lifelong learners. I feel like okay. I am always out there trying to learn more and trying to do better, and I hope that I can instill that in the students. Um, it, it doesn't matter the subject area, but just to want them to still have that love of learning and want to always continue to learn something new. Um, so that's what I'm hoping to do with them, is be able to connect with them, but just to make them those lifelong learners. I think that's really important. It is, awesome. for sure. I mean. I think all teachers should be lifelong learners. You're never absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're never done. Well, with, with everything changing too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this year we're learning a lot. Yes. <laughs> Lots of learning. Well, and the students, you might not know, but um, teachers are one of the only professions where you will, where you never stop having to learn. I mean, learn. Everybody goes to training and stuff like that in their jobs, whatever. But we. It is, it's not a, you can't just sit and, yeah. you know, you're, you're a shark, so you never stop swimming, right? Yep. You, you got to keep going, and we have to constantly, constantly learn, which is another reason why we should get paid more, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that is something that's for another time. That's a whole different topic. Plug yes, that. plug that. Talk to your legislators. Um, okay. That's right. <laughs> Email. Well, that's, I mean, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I teach is so I can get kids to hopefully give me more money one day. No, but really, <laughs> that's right. Make make them better citizens. And when you realize that, uh, guess what? A well formed country, a good country, is a country that 
prioritizes education. If you are afraid of knowledge, inherently <laughs> you are in a bad position. You're not, I mean, you're not, you're doing everybody a disservice if you're against it. And, you know, I think that's one of the best things that, that we do is we provide that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Provide, not, not, not just what, I can't remember the quote, it's something, uh, is it, is it Einstein? Uh, it might be Einstein where he talks about um, learning or you don't go to school for learning of knowledge. It's learning uh, how to think. Yeah. Right. I think right. that's Einstein. Yeah. I think right. that's Einstein. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, tell me how your students would describe you. Um, this, I like to look at it both. I say good and bad, but it's not really bad. Like I say one of the bad things about me would be I go off on tangents. I mean, I remember where I'm going to be. I remember where we're at, so you can get me distracted, but you're always going to still, we're always going to go back to the place that I wanted it to be. But I still do kind of go down that rabbit hole every once in a while. So I guess that would, I would consider that kind of a negative, or at least if I were being observed, they would, they would, they would put it down <laughs> as a negative. I know they would because it's, it's part of the, uh, part so of the rubric. Did it? Yes, we just did it. And I just did the thing for student teaching, maybe to have a student teacher and, that's on the rubric. Are you staying on topic, which is ridiculous, but okay. So I think sometimes it's important to go off topic, though. Students mm-hmm. have things to say. You have things, and if they have questions and interests they want to pursue, oh, yeah. then th- that's the time to, to have it. Yes. Well, that, that's why I say, you know, social studies is about everything, so you... You can talk so, about whatever. So I can talk about whatever I want. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm off topic. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so, so how would your students describe you? Um, I think they would describe me as very energetic. Energetic. Um positive i'm usually i'm a really i think um good positive reinforcer um i like students uh, you can find the good in anybody anytime Mm -hmm. anywhere anything um so i think that they would all say that i was very positive find that little bit of sunshine right that's right little ray of sunshine um i think some students have a hard time uh with how far i push some students, I think I have high expectations for them, and sure. so some students reject that. Um, but I keep pushing and hoping that they will meet those expectations. And I think sometimes as a teacher, you have to raise those expectations so that those that will are going to are gonna try to meet those. And the other ones, they might get halfway there, but they'll yeah. move. They'll move. Well, they'll I move in the right direction. Really think about it. I mean, the students, if they thought about it, they yes. want you to – believe that they can do it Absolutely. i mean and if you have really low bar well, if we didn't you know. if we didn't if we didn't care about if we didn't have expectations then we don't care correct if we care about you we expect more of you absolutely absolutely so it's i mean it, students think that oh you're just being mean you know blah 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 no 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 i'm sorry i i promise you i will not treat a student different than i treat my own child and actually i'll treat my child a little bit I think I treat my own worse. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I hazard to use the word worse, but you're correct. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, you know, I'll be harder on them just because right. of that. But right. yeah, I mean, if we didn't love you, we wouldn't. We wouldn't try to we push wouldn't, and yeah. try to really make you the best version yeah. of you. Because yeah. cause guess what? I can, I can sit here and spit uh, information at you and make you take down notes all day. And, you know, you don't get any better for it. I certainly don't, but. You know, but because we care, that's why we make the classroom exactly exciting. Because if it's not exciting for you, it's not exciting for us. Exactly. Okay, so tell me about uh, 
Well, do you have any favorite uh, topics to teach within your content area? Obviously, ELA is now your content area. Um, and tell me why that's your favorite topic. Wait, have you do, do we say, have you taught um, sixth taught grade? Six. I have not. You have not taught sixth. So this maybe is something you're looking okay. forward to. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so so let's do something new because since okay. you, you've previously been um, elementary, correct. So you've taught everything. All subjects. Okay. So now that you're in ELA, is there something you're looking forward to? Uh, having looked through the standards, because we are a very standards-based uh, educational system, which say what you will about that is either good or bad. Um, but is there something you're looking forward to? You say, man, this is this is it. This is something. Maybe even a project that that you kind of want to try this year. Let's pretend for a minute that you that we are going to be in school. Five, okay. five days with yeah, everybody. Yeah, that, that we're going to be in school, <laughs> that normal. But so so we're going to, so I was looking just, if you had your choice, obviously, to be in school. Okay, well, so this year, only because Lori and Mrs. Schmatzer and I have already talked about some things, we are starting off the year this year with a unit on Inside Out, the movie Inside Out. Ooh, yes. And because of it's all sad. the unrest and and things going on in in the world right now and definitely in schools we thought it would be important to um, give students an opportunity to share some emotions that they are feeling social emotional learning okay. absolutely so we are starting the year off with that and I'm looking very forward to it because I think we're not going to have the opportunity that we've had in the past where the get to know you kind of opportunities mm -hmm. just because of how things are different this year I think this is going to be um, a wonderful time for us to try to really get some insight into the students yeah. and how they are handling everything that's going on and how different things are and are they feeling joy with it? Are they feeling disgust with it? Are they feeling angry with it? Like what or are their the emotional connections yeah. with it? Um, and, and so we're looking very, I'm looking very forward to that project and really getting in, inside some of the students this year you know, and trying to figure figure them out. Funny that, that you say that because we did uh, at the end of, close to the end of our last year when we were, I mean, we were, what was this, uh, May? We we actually did a video. Two years ago. No, no, I'm talking about this, oh, this, this year. Yeah, this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so we did a video to the kids and let them know that, you know, we're hurting too. You know, you know we mm -hmm. let them know our emotional state to mm -hmm. kind of uh, like you're not alone. But I think it's, I think it's important because, well, and I'm, going to come at it from a male perspective um i think it's important that especially the young boys and and our that, that we teach see that emotion is okay you don't have to express things in just anger i mean anger is typically the only acceptable emotion for men and and you know i was talking to actually i was talking to miss mccain so you guys will know or if you don't know you will know her um and i said you know i think one of the one of the big charges for us uh, is to show um, emotional vulnerability, mm -hmm. and and it's and it's not weakness. I mean, you you can be a strong person, but also be emotionally vulnerable. And I would say that goes with being strong. Oh yeah, no, no, it, it does. If you can admit, if you can being admit able to express those exactly. emotions, yeah. all of them. And and most of the emotions, like I said, I, I I do come at it from a male perspective. I mean, I know I know the ladies also have a hard time with it as well, but I just there's this you know toxic idea at least in our society that men can't can't express things can only express things in one way and if you and if you cry or you do something like this it makes you weak whereas it just makes you stronger more in touch with yourself and i think you guys doing a social emotional thing is is really good i mean it's that especially to 
begin the year. Especially to begin the year because we're all we're all in the same situation. Mm-hmm. We're all uh, scared. Yeah, I mean, right. It's all those emotions, exactly. all that sadness, that that fear, that mm-hmm. anger. Yes. You know, that little bit of joy that school is at least starting back. But we're excited. We can tell you guys. Uh, we are very excited. Yes. Very excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping we increase our, our days and how yeah. many times yes. we can see everybody. But guys, if you want to increase our days, it is up to you and your parents to make this happen. I can't do anything about it. Uh, guess what? The government can't do anything about it because the government has decided to abdicate all authority on it. I'm sorry I went on a political rant, but it's true. So we need to be our own keepers. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Be responsible. I don't fall into the trap of false information and i'm not going to say fake news because that's a misnomer um just be smart right i mean and because i want to see you guys every day yeah me too i mean me too you you will do better and we will do better if we get to see you all the time but it's up to you guys to help fix us and with it coming winter it's gonna be worse Especially if we don't have football, guys, then you're going to really regret it. Yeah. We're all going to be really sad oh, yeah. if we don't have football. <laughs> okay, so tell me, um, let me see, what should your students know about you to be more successful within your classroom? This is, we look at this more of a um, classroom management standpoint. Uh, to, go, to go along with this, also like, you know, your pet peeves, et cetera. Like, every teacher has things that don't, just don't do this in my class, please. Right? Like, this, this kind of thing drives me up the wall, and... I know if you're doing it, it's you're trying to get under my you know, skin, that kind of thing. I'm trying to think if I have any pet peeves. I can tell you that when students come into my classroom, uh, they need to be organized. They okay. need to have their materials that they are supposed to have for me. Yes. It drives me crazy when you come in and you've left your notebook at home, your folder at home, something that you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely being organized, being responsible. And I think by the time you get to middle school, even in fourth, fifth grade, students need to be responsible for themselves. It's not mom's fault. It's not dad's fault that you don't have the materials that you're supposed to have. You don't have that one paper that was supposed to go back in your folder. I think they need to to learn to be more responsible. So I'm looking for those students that are very organized, that are very responsible. Um, it, it drives me a little crazy when they don't have the necessary materials to be successful for the yeah. day. Um that's probably my biggest thing is just come and be ready to learn. Like come in with a positive attitude, be ready to learn, mm-hmm. come in with your materials that you're supposed to have. And, and we're going to have a great day. Um, I just don't like it when people come unprepared Okay, mm-hmm. to be ready to learn for the day. All right. Now we're going to move on to some personality questions. Uh, these, yes. <laughs> um, questions. So uh, one of the best ways to approach this part is to tell me things like, um, Really, what first pops to your head? You know, like, because you're going to hear things and you're going to be like, wait, that's what it is. Or to think of this as a desert island. You can get one of these things forever on a desert island. What do you want? Oh, I guess desert island, tropical island. Make it how you want. Um, We're going to start out with books. Well, ELA, this is is bigger for you. Mm -hmm. So um, you can break this, you can break all these up to uh, uh, this one by professional and entertainment. Uh, What book? is your, I guess, your favorite book, your favorite, uh, maybe one for entertainment, one for professional. If you do professional, you don't have to. Um, you can also tell us what genre um, is kind of like your go-to genre, personal, not okay. like maybe to teach, but personal. Okay. Wow. That, okay. So that's a lot there's of a questions. Lot. A lot. Right. Yes, okay. A lot. Um, well, talking about books, um, interestingly enough, Mrs. Schmatzer and I were doing a timeline of books 
um, this year. What do you mean by timeline? So we are taking books in our lives that have had an impact from the beginning oh, of our lives cool. until current. So even going back from when I was very, very young, um, I set up a timeline of, of different books. And, and one of the books that I loved was The Giving Tree because my third grade teacher that influenced mm -hmm. me so much, Mrs. Kolakowski, that was her favorite book and she read it to us multiple times. Okay. Um, and it just had an impact on me. And then, it, you know, we've moved through these books. Um, but most recently, I've, I've read tons of books this summer because I wanted to get more familiar with a lot of the sixth, seventh, eighth grade um, right. books for students Young adult books, that right. I could yeah. do book talks on for them. Cool. Um, so a couple really great ones that I read this year, Fish in a Tree, which I had not read before. Fabulous, fabulous book um, about a young girl who's a sixth grader. She's moved around a lot, and um, she's starting a new school. She struggles in school. Nobody knows really that she struggles. She hides it really well by acting out in class, and she, so she gets herself in a little bit of trouble. Her main teacher leaves. She gets a sub in. The sub figures out that she has dyslexia, and that's why she's having mm. so much trouble. But it just, the characters in it are phenomenal because uh -huh. each student is so different and unique in their personalities um, that it just really had an impact on me and I loved how the teacher handled her dyslexia and helped her through it mm. um and I just I think that any sixth grade student could connect with one of the characters in that book they just was a, a variety of characters oh. there's the smart kid there's the kid that gets in trouble there's the kid that rolls on the ground there's the bully <sighs> kid there's the you know the really sweet one that wants to help everybody there sure. was just a character for everybody that I felt um sixth grader any middle schooler could connect with so that was a fabulous book um that I read this year now me personally yes, I like psycho thrillers. <laughs> uh, okay, give, that give me, is my give me your number one. Do you goat. Have? Oh my gosh, do I have a number one? Um, give me the, the woman in cabin ten. The was, woman in cabin ten was a really creepy. Good. Okay. Is that a movie too? It was it a movie yeah. too. Um, that one just first popped into my head. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think because I've read so many good ones. Um, Gosh, I can't I can't think of another one off the no top worries. of my head right now. But th those are my usually go to ones. Those those mysteries, but a little bit of that mm -hmm. psycho psychological mystery thriller. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, tell me uh, movies now. You now now there is a way that I like to break this down. I say, you know, greatest movie I've ever seen is this. But it's not my favorite movie because it's not the movie that I've seen a thousand times. The one that if I'm flicking through TV, I'm like, oh, OK, it's on. I'm going to sit down and watch it, even if I only watch part of it, because it still means that much to me. You, okay. OK. Oh, my goodness. Um, there. Well, there are several movies. Sure. Um, that I love. Interestingly enough, I am not a time period person movie. I do not like time period movies. And Gladiator is one of my favorite movies that I've ever seen. It, and it's a time period movie. Um, I love that. But I am more towards stopping at um, some of the comedies. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So <laughs> some of my favorites are like Wedding Crashers. Sure. One yeah. of my all-time favorites. Obviously, kids, uh, some of these are not rated, you know. Correct. For, for you, you're going to have to ask your parents or... Um, 
but Wait. just watch it later. And now, I will tell you this, though. I do love all the Disney movies. And I think Lion King sure. was one of my very favorite Disney movies. And I love um, Nemo, Finding Nemo, um, both of which are probably my two favorite Disney movies okay. that I am thrilled with. Um, another movie that's kind of more on this level that I loved and my kids loved was um, Holes. Oh. Because there's a book. You know, I, I read the book. Yes. And another yes. one is a dog's journey, and I know that's a dog's purpose and a dog's journey. Um, those are also know. based on books. I've, re- I've watched that, and I, I can't do the dog. They're the tear dog jerkers. Make me like <laughs> sob. I, it, there's a lot of tears that okay. come from watching those movies, but I love a good movie that makes me cry. And anything related to the dogs always makes me cry. The art of dancing in the rain, all of those. Okay, really good. Stories told from the dog's perspective. <laughs> now let's move on to TV. Okay. Uh, uh, so TV, we're going to look at um, kind of a guilty pleasure. So you can say, obviously, if you watch trash TV, you know, reality TV, that's fine. And then also a TV show that you said, like, man, this is it. This is phenomenal. I'll, I'll rewatch it because it's so good. But I got to invest in it, right? Because it's really mm-hmm. good. So let's go with, uh, do you watch trash TV? Is there, I, is that... I do not. I okay. really don't watch reality shows. They're, okay. I don't know why they're just not in. Reality is already scary enough as it is. Correct. <laughs> I don't need to go into that. I like to escape reality when I'm sure. watching TV, and I like to watch the fictional characters. Um, and sometimes I just think the reality TV is a little. Um, Gosh. Maybe, yes. yes. That's a nice way to put it. Yes. Yes, a little over the top for me sometimes. Okay, so tell me the. So, my go to yeah. series that I have watched now is This Is Us. I love that okay. show. I've watched I I've watched first us. couple seasons. I do not like watching it with my husband, I can tell you that, because he asks a million questions because mm. he doesn't understand how it goes from the past to the present to the future. Okay. He doesn't like that. That's another real tear. I mean, that is a tear trigger. Like, I cry especially every the first two episode. seasons. Wow. Okay. Every episode, I will cry, <laughs> for sure. Um, so that that's probably so one of my favorites. For, you're looking for tears out of your entertainment. Apparently. It, it, looks apparently. Like, it looks like. It could be happy tears, too, sometimes, okay. but it's always it's tears. Yes. Okay, so um, superpower. You get a superpower. What superpower do you want? Oh, to be able to heal people. Heal? Yes. Okay, th- I want that, to be a, a healer. That's a new one. Yeah, that's a new one for us. We, we've had, um, I mean, my superpower could heal people, too. But okay. But uh, but heal people. We've had a lot of fly. We've had okay. flight and three flights and one teleportation. Super strength as well, and mm. healing. I Heal. like that. Well, why? Tell me why. Well, I think for right now in today's time, it is. I was yeah. going to say it's so relevant with today's time period. But just in looking at um, even in years past, pre-COVID time period, sure. I don't like to see sick people. Okay. Uh, it, again. Pulls on my heartstrings. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, it, it just saddens me to think that people go through um, such hardships and families go through such hardships. We had a neighbor who passed away from ALS. Life's cruel. Terrible, terrible mm-hmm. disease. Um, you know, seeing people with cancer, it's just hard. And I think if sure. if we could heal, if I could heal people, I would heal people. Okay. That's that's, awesome. that's an awesome wow. one. Yes, I haven't heard that one yet. Uh, okay, so one of the most important questions is we're talking about teams now, okay? Yes. So we're gonna start. We start in professional sports. Um, now I don't. Uh, do you watch any solo sports? Tennis, golf, NASCAR could even be one. Or racing. Not not so much. My husband does watch golf, so I did watch the golf okay. tournament this weekend. But you know what? 
Okay. I, I'm in and out on golf. Okay, so I don't pay much attention. <laughs> baseball, Major League Baseball. Do you have a team? Orioles. Okay, Baltimore. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, so Orioles. Uh, let's go with. Uh, and it would be the Ravens. And the Ravens. Well, we had. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to be a Ravens, Ravens fan. fan. Yes, yes, I am. Well, I. I, you I know, like the Ravens. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't like mind them. I don't like. I'm not a. I'm not a Lamar fan. Oh, I like Lamar. <sighs> I no, like no, him no. Too. But as a Clemson fan, I can never like him. Oh. Okay. But he never beat Clemson, so I'm okay with that. So it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. and he looks like a stick of broccoli. He really does. So I, 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 I always <laughs> thought that Kelly, my 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 wife, uh, goes. I was watching one of the games. No, no, no. Actually, we were at the the hurricane game, the Louisville hurricane game that was in Death Valley. It was just it was pouring rain. And she saw his picture up there. She's like, he looks like a stick of broccoli. And I was like, that's always stuck in my head. I was like, he kind of does. I mean, he is he's amazing. I won't say he's not. He, he's too small. He's going to get he's going to get injured in the next five years. And well, no, 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 that's what he's going with. I'm not really happy about that because I really like him and I think (laughs) he's got tons of potential and he's going to be a fabulous quarterback. (laughs) He does. I'm no, no, he's super talented. (laughs) I'm not saying he's not. It's just like I worry that a guy that runs that much, that is that athletic, that is that, that I mean, he and he's not, I mean, he's not Cam Newton big, you know what I mean? You're you're right, he's more RG3 size. And look what happened to him, and look what happened to him. I mean, and, and that's what I worry about because he is so mobile. Because if that his is, be, because I mean unless he gets unless he has a phenomenal offensive, offensive line, line. Would, I mean he his first read he usually makes he makes a great throw his first read but then his second read is he's gonna he's gonna tuck it and he's gonna make everybody miss but it's that one guy Aaron Donald's gonna come out and just obliterate and you and and I worry about him I worry about smaller quarterbacks but and he's not Russell Wilson who is a, a magician who it doesn't I mean, make sense true. to me I mean. That reminds me, The Blind Side is one of my favorite movies, too. Yeah, and we actually had that. Michael Orr in uh, in The Panthers for a little while. He was there with yeah. our Super Bowl run. Yes, he's a, he's a former, former Raven. I know he's a former, former yeah. Raven. Oh, That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah. and the Ravens also did take Steve Smith Sr., who I loved. I don't know if I've ever met a true Ravens fan, so oh, this I, is my, exciting. My, my, <laughs> one of my good friends, Brandon, his dad is from Baltimore. So so he's, I mean, he's they're Panthers fans as well. Because he's been in green, he's been in you know the upstate since the eighties. But um, uh, he is a still a Baltimore fan, and you know I felt I, I and because of that I kind of felt okay when Steve Smith went to Baltimore. I mean, who I love. You one felt of, like there was a connection there. He's one of the best. Oh, you know, ever. oh God, he's he was amazing. But uh, anyway, so we so we know that. Do you do hockey? Because uh, you were from up north, uh, the Washington Capitals. The Capitals, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. They won the Stanley Cup, remember? Remember? Yes. Yes. Oh, won a couple years ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, because we don't really we don't really do hockey down here. I mean, I like I'm no. like I'm a fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning only because of my father in law has season tickets. So every time I go down there and they're playing, I'll go, Well, obviously not not right now, but you know. Yeah. I like watching hockey though. Yeah, it, it like I, I've never I, I was never really into it and I, and I still I watch it a little bit on TV here and there, but going to a, a hockey game, it's like yeah. it, it's a weird mix. It's it's almost like a I mean they have the organ like baseball. I mean it's it's really it's it's actually a really good time. It is. It's much more fun in person than yeah. it is, I think, watching yeah, yeah. it well, on TV. But I but I'm the same like baseball. Too. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love to go mm-hmm. to a baseball game. And I love our minor league. I mean, I love going downtown mm-hmm. and going to see the drive yeah, play. Like fun. we like to do that as family. It's an yes. easy, easy stadium to get it's in and out of it, and more it's fun. enjoyable. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, um, probably your students' most um, important question is college team. 
So we've adopted um, Clemson because okay. well, it's a good because choice. we yes because we've moved down here. We were Maryland fans. Both my husband and I went to the University of Maryland, so we're still Terp fans. The Terps, Terp yes. Nation. Terp Nation. Uh, D- DJ Moore, uh, Carolina's number one receiver from Maryland. Yes. 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 I don't know much about the Terps. I remember they I had know. some basketball it player it a long, long time ago. Was it Strawberry or was that NC State? They don't make any sense to me, but because like they'll go out and they'll beat a team that they have no business beating, and then then they'll lose, lose. and then they'll lose to everybody else, and you're just like, what is going on? Yes, they are a good 500 team, year. and they do mess up. They, they did, they did, they and I can't remember who they beat. It, and they were, they, I think it was Ohio State, State that they were like really close yeah, to. They yeah, didn't no, end up winning the game, but it was they like should a should have beaten Ohio State. Yeah. Yes, it was. It, it's just bizarre. So they're my home team the Terps but we root for Clemson however I already have one of my sons who wants to go to USC so we may have to become Gamecock fans too um but but we are we are Clemson fans and we liked it when we first moved here Clemson and Maryland would play play each other so we would go oh that's right yeah yeah yeah. um, when they were both ACC and we would we went to several football games Mm -hmm. when we first moved here it was very interesting though I remember the very first game we went to, Maryland ended up beating um, Clemson uh-huh. that year. And we were the only ones, like, in the stadium that was cheering, you know, at the yeah. end of the game. And we're all looking around like, why is nobody cheering? Oh, that's right, because we're at Clemson. Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's happy but us right now in our red. Um, but we, we do. We enjoy Clemson. We like Good. we like following Clemson, and we like that it's the local team in there. And they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. And we love Dabo, and we think mm-hmm. he's a fabulous coach and somebody to look up to. There's a lot of things that, like, there are a couple things that I dislike about him. I don't like it. I don't like how he doesn't want to pay players like that. Like, like his whole rant on not pay, playing, paying players, I thought, came from a very distorted worldview. But then when you hear him talk, you're like, man, this guy loves his, his players. He, loves he really them. does. And you know his players play for him because of love. And that... And as a teacher, I feel like that that really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to make them better people, yeah, better better say, citizens, yeah, make, better humans. And that's and not and, just about football, but just in life. Yeah, and, that, and that's our job as as teachers. Yeah. Correct. Too. So I mean, I I really do respect that. We can connect. Okay. Uh, a, this is a personal hero. Now, somebody that you want to sit down with, they could be dead, right? So like uh. from, from history. So you can choose anybody you want. Uh, you, you get thirty minutes. Who are you going to talk to? You know, I think uh, this is gonna sound weird, but uh, I think it would be Ronald Reagan. Why? Oh, you're, you're the second one. Yeah, uh, okay. Jeff Coat was uh, Reagan too. You know, I remember him being elected president when I was younger, obviously, and it was a very um, there was a lot of turmoil over him being elected president at the time, but I think his perspective and a lot of quotes from him are still used today and sure. relevant today. So I think it would be interesting him coming from an acting world into politics, totally different mm-hmm. perspective, not being in the political arena, you know, his entire life. And I think he is so well respected and had some really good ideas about how to bring the country together and how to do things um to better the country yes. that I would love to hear his perspective on what's going on in our country today and how, what shocked. could we do to help move it forward mm-hmm. um, from where it is? And I, I think he would have some really valid mm. ideas. I'd also like to think that he'd come back and say, well, trickle down economics was a bad idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, because all, on its face, Hindsight when you, all, yeah, <laughs> on its face, you hear it and you're like, Oh, 
that doesn't make sense. No, that's not how. Okay, and same with uh, the war on drugs. But I'll tell you, he was he was great at. I mean, he did bring people together. Mm-hmm. And um, who who was the? Uh, oh man, who was there was a um, the speaker of the house, the Democrat speaker of the house. I don't know what today or no, then. No. then. Oh, then. oh then. my gosh! Now yeah, you're yeah, now you're tapping into yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was. Uh, uh, they they had they had. God, it's gonna pop into my head after this. But uh, they had a really good relationship, and they could work well together. And that's, and the the spirit of bipartisanship is it, what what was important. And you actually, you know, I mean, in our partisan times, it makes it. Um, uh, tribalism is is a cancer on on our country, and we're reaping it right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, you just hope that all the like, and we're talking about Reagan. Like, I think he would see it and say, you know, you, there are some times when you just gotta, you gotta reap what you sow, and then it's how do you pick yourself up? You mm-hmm. know, it, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody's gonna fall down, and we've fallen down on our face, and we've got to be able to pick ourselves up and right. and realize that guess what? Our left hand and our right hand are connected to each other, and if they don't work together. The body doesn't work. Correct. And wow, that and was I a think great he analogy. did. I've yeah, I heard that. It's, <laughs> it's the body politic. Yep. Yeah. I like that. everything's got to work together. Yeah. And I think he set a great example of being able to work yes. together to get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I think would be very relevant today. Yes. Um, yes. I think he would be very shocked. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so um, here, here's our last question. We're going to talk about music. Now uh, I need to know what your favorite song is. And your favorite band. Now, the band doesn't, the favorite song doesn't have to be played by your favorite band. Oh my gosh. Oh, let me let me break it down. Let's see. Um, let's break it down by genre first, because I listen to everything. Okay. I can listen to anything from classical to pop rock to mm. um, country is probably what I go to most just because it's easy listening okay um uh, probably my my favorite song is a leanne womack song um i hope you dance okay um uh, out there in the weeds i like it uh, yeah and i just think because um it just talks about uh not missing out on opportunities in life yes so i think everyone needs to make sure that they Take advantage of every opportunity, and that's what she talks about. You know, don't sit. I hope you dance. Very cool. So, yeah. all right, band. What do you got? Oh gosh. Oh, this um, is desert man, island listen, band. This would be like old school, but you know, probably the one I dance to, sing to the most is Bon Jovi. Like old, bon yeah, wow. little old <laughs> rock and roll. Been to, you know, saw him recently when he was here at uh-huh. um, downtown. Although it wasn't the same Bon Jovi from many years ago. No, um, it is definitely Clean an interesting does, does concert. Yeah. Um, but old, old school Bon Jovi. Yeah. Love to rock out to that every now and then. Okay, karaoke song. If I could sing, <laughs> well, the, we feel I the same. sing every song. Um, favorite karaoke song. The, the, this is the most one you're most comfortable with. It's you. You get called up at the club, and people will, at a karaoke club, and you're like, okay, I have a catalog of every song ever written. Which do I choose? Which do you choose that you say I am comfortable singing this song? Right Dancing now? Queen. Okay. Okay. Dancing queen, because that that goes back to my college days, there you go. and you know, dancing, dancing out there. So, and now, singing that. <laughs> and now my last question. Um, okay. It deals with music as well. 
Uh, I'll set the stage for you, okay? okay. So, um, so you might not know this. Uh, well, I guess you know this now because we went through a meeting. Uh, what typically happens here, let's just pretend that we had all the students. If we're going back five days a week. Okay. Out there in the pod, that's where all of our students hang out um, before school starts, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you'll, you'll be on duty. You'll, you'll be doing mm-hmm. something. And you'll ha- we always have one teacher out in the pod just watching, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that the kids are not going crazy. Uh, but they're all sitting, and they're allowed to talk. They're allowed, you know. This year they'll be on the green dots. Yes, this year they'll be on the green dots. They're they they're allowed to do work or whatever, and, and that's that's fine. So the bell is just rung. It's time for us to go into the classrooms. Um, okay. But you're late coming down because you're on duty. You're on duty far away. I don't know where you were, but you're somewhere far away, right? So I'm getting ready to call the students to say, okay, you, oh, Miss Shady's class, go. You know, Miss Sickles class, go. That, and I'm in the center. You're walking in. You're the last teacher to walk in. What song plays you in? What is your play-in music, your theme music that lets people know that Miss Lombell is is here? Oh, my gosh. Entrance music. Your professional wrestler, you you just made it on stage. Hall of Fame. You know that song? I don't think standing I in the hall of fame. Oh, okay. Now, yes. yes. Okay. okay. I, again, I cannot sing. Okay. It was gonna be all I do is win, win, win. <laughs> that, both, both, both those are great. Both those are great. <laughs> but I think hall of fame. Wow. We we've had a different one for each one. I, I like that. The, yeah, we have had. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. That'll go nicely when we uh. Because you can be teachers. Yeah, yes. you can be <laughs> teachers. You can be yes. politicians. You can be astronauts. Wow. Standing Very in cool. the Hall of Fame. Okay, now I I couldn't figure out what you're talking about. But yes. Now, do you want there. me to play it? I have it on my. No, I'm good. I'm I have good. it on my playlist. I've got it now. I like it. <laughs> all right. Well, though for for us, that's all the questions we had. Is there anything that you'd like to let uh, our students, uh, maybe the parents, because I'm hoping some of the parents will listen in on this too. Um, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to just upload all of them and uh, I'm going to have them go to um, both Apple podcast. It'll okay. go on Spotify, I think as well. And a couple, I'll, I'll make sure these disseminate to a couple more platforms where, but you know, most likely we won't only have students and I mean, who else is, wants to listen? Probably. I mean, I guess I got fans out there, but you know, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am Pro- sure. Yeah. And you I will after all of this yes. goes, yes. School. Yeah. <laughs> after this goes viral, that's you'll right, have yes. lots of fans. <laughs> so, uh, so, so what do you want to, um, what do you want to tell anybody? I just want to say that I'm super excited to mm-hmm. be here this year, especially on the middle school side. I cannot wait to meet the students, to meet the parents. And I know it's going to be a challenging year, but I think we're going to all take this journey, at, you know, take the bull by the horn, so to speak. And we are going to make this year rock. Awesome. Ooh, very Rock true. Rock on. I like it. So uh, the way we end uh, in this program is uh, we say later gators, right? Uh, so we'll do one, two, three later gators, okay? One, two, three. Later, later gators. gators. Bye, guys. <laughs>